Facebook Live, Instagram, and YouTube. The idea of streaming live content is not new. The idea of picking up a feed of a concert from Facebook Live or YouTube has been around for many years. The question that a lot of promoters couldn't answer until recently was, why would people watch from home through their device instead of taking in the live experience? The answer has been provided for us. Social distancing has propelled us towards social media. If, for whatever reason, you don't want to be at a live venue, or you can't be, why not experience the music through a social media feed? I've seen musician friends on Facebook clearly worried about their income because of a sudden loss of gigs. Remember, it's not just club and concert venues where musicians play. They're also booked for corporate gigs, AGMs, company parties, and the like. If people are social distancing, that gravy train has come to an end. So it's very cool to see musicians taking to social media. Some are providing intimate lessons. Now that's a neat idea. It's also one that can be monetized. Imagine, who wouldn't want to learn how to play the bass parts of YYZ from Geddy Lee himself through a live personal feed? Or spend a bit of money to have Jimmy Page provide an interactive feed on how to master the 12-string guitar? Other musicians are doing impromptu gigs online. Chris Martin of Coldplay, Keith Urban, and Neil Young, they're all streaming gigs. Neil's gigs are titled Fireside Sessions, all recorded in his home, and filmed by his movie star wife, Daryl Hannah. Last night, I received a message from a friend telling me that Kim Mitchell would be streaming live on Facebook for a 25 to 30 minute gig. Intimate. I mean, this one looked like it was cast from his bedroom. Live and interactive, because everyone watching has the opportunity to post comments and ask for songs. And honestly, aside from today's need for social distancing, I think I probably would have wanted to watch the gig on Facebook Live anyway, instead of throwing on my coat and trudging out to a venue. There are even listings popping up now, showing who has an online gig and on which media platform which raises the question, can all this be monetized? I think it can. The example of some musicians offering lessons is one way to do that. Charging access through a paywall is another, whether that's a subscription or a gig basis. And yet another would use artist-produced banners that allow the audience to tap for options to purchase merch, anything from t-shirts to downloads and vinyl. Even the merch itself can take new forms, as everything is digital. Even the corporate gigs can be rethought towards an online experience, with team meetings and conferences happening remotely and digitally. Just as a physical gathering of employees sometimes enjoys musical talent, so could a virtual digital gathering. Social distancing is necessary today, but at some point it won't be. So, is live streaming of an artist's gig only a phase? Not at all. Some people find it challenging to attend a live event. Someone with a disability might stay away for safety reasons or simply because sight lines are not the greatest. That's if they can get into the venue. An older person might want to attend a concert in person, but the walking, the crowds, and frankly, the excessive volumes can make it difficult at times. Put together, these two groups constitute about 25% of the total population of any G7 country. 
live in-person music will always be there, both at intimate and stadium-sized venues, but the recent surge in popularity of virtual, intimate social media gigs provides an opportunity for musicians and promoters to reach out to the untapped market and provide a complimentary vehicle of enjoyment as well as promoting and selling musical merch. Visit stephenchristiansen.ca for more podcasts. You can also hear this program on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. I'm Stephen Christiansen. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.